The power of a podcast extends well beyond plugging in the mic. So if you're ready to learn how it can help you build a big business, then I'm your best friend. Hi, I'm Joanne Bolt, and I am obsessed with all things podcasting and creating an unapologetically big revenue business with it. From podcast guesting to podcast hosting and everything in between, we're going to dive into it all and show you step by awesome step how using a podcast can and will grow your business. So grab a glass of wine and pop your headphones on because girlfriend, happy hour has begun here on The Beat Word. Real quick, friends, before we dive into today's episode, I've got a special invitation for you to join me live and in person for my upcoming masterclass, Your Three-Step Visibility Engine. In this class, I'm giving you the juicy secrets to my playbook on showing up in front of a bigger audience and how you can create your playbook to use on rinse and repeat. Grab your seat at podcaster.com forward slash masterclass. See you there. Welcome back to 2024 and the B word. You guys, last night... I was purging my closet, which is something that I do every January. I don't know why I get this massive clean out urge. Maybe it's because once all the clutter of the holidays is finally down, packed away and put away, I just look around and all I want to do is keep throwing away. So I was knee deep in my closet last night and I, you know, I was pulling out some dresses And I found a black dress and a pair of black heels and I looked at them and I thought, okay, these are really still in good condition. I've I've really not worn them a whole lot. But as I looked at them, I thought, I also don't want to keep them. They should probably go in the discard pile and go to Goodwill. Here's the thing. I, I really did hesitate and I hesitated because of that old concept my mom used to teach me. Every girl needs a good black dress to have in her closet. I mean, it's a staple in your wardrobe. But as I stood there contemplating, should I keep that black dress and those black shoes, even though they're the solid black that you need in your wardrobe for the occasion you never know is going to come up, but they're really out of style and which forces me to go shopping, which is actually something I don't enjoy doing. I know I'm a little strange to be a female and I hate shopping, but I don't like shopping for clothes, but I digress. As I stood there in my closet, looking at that outfit, it dawned on me, oh my God, I think that this is similar to what we do with our marketing methods, especially in our podcast. You know, we keep from year to year, some of the tried and true stuff that we've done in the past, because it's easier, quite frankly, to not change and level up how we're treating our podcast and its marketing efforts than to go research and get up to date with what's working now. I mean, I could keep that black dress. It's easy. It still fits. It's in good condition. There's no real reason to let it go, except if I really, really looked at it, it was out of date. The buttons were not the style that you would wear now. The shoes definitely weren't something I wanted to wear now. And I hesitated to keep it. And if you're hesitating... In my opinion, it's always time to take a look around and maybe do something different. So today I'm going to dive in with you on 10 ways your podcast is guaranteed to fail in 2024 if you don't change a few things up. You ready? Let's clean out that podcasting closet. Number one, if you don't do market research, 
I know, I know. Just like cleaning out your closet, figuring out the mindset of your ICA, your ideal client avatar, or your ideal listener isn't always fun. I mean, it's something we don't really enjoy doing. We would rather talk to our clients. We'd rather make the podcast episode than to dig in like therapists into what they're thinking. But here's the thing. Just like that dress that I was holding is now out of style, you may think you know your ideal listener and their pain points and what they're thinking and going through and how you can solve that, but you don't actually know what their struggle is right now. Every single day, our market conditions change. Every single day, the seasons change. What's going on in our lives changes. I mean, we could be in a recession right now, whereas six months ago, people were flush with cash and wanted to buy your products. Or like if you're a real estate agent, interest rates can go up and down. Your ideal client may be feeling a different pain right now than they were six months ago. If you're a coach, they may be in a season of struggle and fear and frustration, which looks different than it did six months ago. And more importantly, the words that they're using to express their pain points could evolve and be different. So when you are looking to create your content, since we always want our content to really get into the mind of who's listening, to make them feel like we are talking directly to them. I mean, I always use the word I, I talk in third person here on the podcast because I want you to realize I'm talking to you. Yes, you, my friend. And I know that some of your pain points are exactly how to market your podcast. Why did I do that? I did my market research. And here's the thing. It's super easy. You can go on Instagram and put a story up there and say, hey, I'm giving away 10 five-minute slots on my Zoom if you're willing to answer a couple of questions about what's going on in your life. You'd be amazed at how many people will raise their hand and help you do some market research. Go and do that. Talk to your people. Don't send out a survey, monkey. I don't want an email being sent out because most of us are not going to answer it, honestly, if we answer it at all. So make sure you're verbalizing, I mean, face-to-face -face with your client. Get really up close and personal with them and dig in. Don't ask just the surface level questions. You can say, what are you struggling with? And they may give you an answer. But I would always encourage you to follow it up with, why do you feel this way? Or what makes you struggle with that? Because you really want to dig deep in and you want to find the words and phrases that they're using. You want to understand their pain point and how you can solve it deeper than anyone else. So dig into the what, dig into the why, and do your market research at least two times a year just like you would seasonally change your outfits in your closet, do your market research for me and figure out who your ideal client listener actually is right now so that you can use the right words. All right, number two on ways your podcast is absolutely gonna fail in 2024 is if you do not update your social media marketing tactics. Guys, I am here to tell you that if you don't wanna watch it on a reel, it wouldn't make you click in and then possibly go listen to an episode. Uh, spoiler alert, neither are your listeners. So sorry, audiogram fans. Um, they're out kind of like, you know, high heels are out for me. I like my fuzzy slippers now. 
Don't do audiograms on your Instagram reels or your TikToks. I mean, no one wants to see that. No one cares about the squiggly line across. We all know that means you've got a podcast episode. We all know it means you've got a new one, but it's not capturing my attention. It's not making me interested enough in what that audiogram is portraying to click through and listen to your episode. You got to figure something else out. Right now in marketing, I highly recommend if you're on TikTok, it's the face-to-face organic. Just pick the phone up and tell your audience why you created today's episode. What was on your heart and mind when you did so? Or if you're on Instagram Reels and you want a little bit more polished, find something that is trending and figure out how you can repurpose it into a message about the podcast episode that's going to release today. But don't give me the audiograms anymore, guys. They're just old and out dated. All right. Number three, if we move along the way that you're going to definitely fail in 2024 on your podcast is if you have no specific goal in mind when you're recording, if you just pick the mic up and start babbling, uh, we know that we can tell you've got to have a way for it to tie into your business. If you don't have a good call to action, if you're not really speaking to your niche, I mean, I want to hear that you know who you're talking to and the why. If you're a coach for hormonal women, then I don't want to hear you pick the podcast up and just talk about being a woman in her 40s. I want you to use words like hormone imbalance, Uh, metabolism, you know, like don't just talk diet. If you're a diet coach, really hone in on the why so that when you make that call to action and because you've got a strategic plan behind your podcast, I'm actually going to use your services and products. But if you're just getting on the podcast and talking willy nilly about whatever comes to mind and occasionally throwing in a little, Ooh, by the way, grab my freebie or, Oh yeah, I also happen to be a coach about, then guess what? We know that, and we're not going to actually look at you at the authority that you are. We may listen to your podcast because you might be entertaining, but that's about it. That's as far as it's going to get. So if you're going to take the time to podcast and use it as the top of your marketing funnel, then let's do that with some strategy and intent behind everything. Okay. All right. Number four, as we move along in my ever ending list of things not to do. Another thing that I don't want you to pay attention to overly is your download numbers. I know that may sound counterintuitive. At first, I tell you to make a strategic goal and plan for the podcast. And then I tell you, don't make the download your primary goal. And here's why. Downloads are super easy to get. All you have to do is have someone who is subscribed to your podcast. And the minute they open their player and it downloads the next episode, whether they've listened to it or not, you actually have a download. So simply looking at the downloads as the almighty number that you're going for is not actually telling you anything about your audience. It's not the KPI or the key performance indicator that we need to be looking at. What we need to be looking at are things like how long is your listener staying in the episode? If they're dropping off after the first three to four minutes, then your intro needs some work. If they're listening midway through and then dropping off, I would take a look at the why. Do you have too many ads? Are they getting bored? Is your content not resonating with your ideal listener? Let me tell you something. When you can figure out the secret sauce for getting your listeners to go all the way through to the end of your episode, 
oh man, that's what you need to do over and over. Rinse and repeat that kind of episode. Because when they're going all the way through the end, then they are more likely to purchase from you. They are engaging with your podcast. You've nailed it. I mean, crushed it, sister. You know exactly what your listener needs and you're talking to them and they're tuning in. So instead of looking at the downloads, we're going to look at how far into the download that they get. Now, you're never going to get 100% of people going 100% through your episode. So start tracking your statistics and just strive every month to maybe get a little bit better. You know, if this month, 50% of your people are making it 50% through, maybe next month you want that same 50% to get 60% through your episodes and then 70, 80, and 90. And when they hit that 90% mark, now start trying to get 60% of your listeners to go through that same pathway. Are you following me here? We don't want to overwhelm ourselves with trying to get everyone to listen all the way through. We want to set some realistic goals here, but we want to do it in a way that we can actually, you know, achieve. So as we're rolling on through the things not to do, I will also tell you that my next one on my hit list is don't think small. If your goal is too small, then you're not invested in it. It's too easy to hit. You're going to get lazy. You're going to sit back and you're not going to actually use that podcast as a strategic piece of your business. Set a goal that you can measure, something that gets you excited when you hit it, something that gets you even more excited when you exceed it. So let's just say your goal is consistency. If your goal is consistency, then make sure that every single week you're showing up and that you have an accountability partner who will help make sure you show up. If you set a goal that says, I just want to do 30 episodes, that's really vague. You're not telling yourself the how and the when. So don't think small, think big and keep going. All right, we're going to move right along here into number six, the way to make your podcast fail in 2024 is to make your process long and complicated. You guys, podcasting is so simple, it's hard. It's so simple, in fact, that we often overcomplicate it. I have seen hosts who have sent me their episode checklist and it is six pages long. Do this, 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 and this. Oh my God, I my eyes cross even looking at it. It's pretty simple. Create the topic, create the hook and the SEO words, outline your topic, record the topic, and then have a you know quick process for getting it scheduled to go out and scheduled to go out on your uh, social media for marketing purposes. That's it. You don't need much more than that. I promise you don't need much more than that. When you overcomplicate it, then we pull back. We don't do any of it really well. And that's when our business starts to fail because it's very hard to tie in a complicated process to your business and use it strategically. It just is. We're humans. That This is just all there is to it. All right, number seven, way to fail. Go into this alone. Again, that could sound counterintuitive because podcasting in and of itself means that you are sitting in a studio, whether it's your home studio like I am or a professional studio, and you are talking into a freaking camera and a microphone. How weird is it that sometimes... Like when we do these solo episodes, I am talking legitimately to the ring light behind me, sometimes to my dog, Georgia, when she snoozes, but you're talking to yourself. However, 
With any good business thing, you need a business bestie at a minimum. Someone that you can call and say, hey, I was really struggling to make my content this week. I couldn't get any inspiration or, oh my gosh, my Zoom failed. Or like me today, legitimately, right before I hit record, one of my kids called and needed me to go take a baseball hat to school. There's always something. And I could have easily come back after that distraction and not been in the mood and not felt like sitting down and recording this episode. And, you know, that would have been a a really normal reaction, right? However, I texted my business bestie, Amy, and I was like telling her what went on. And she said, get your butt back in your studio and do that episode. You, You can't let the momentum of the day get away from you. I highly encourage that you get your own business bestie or podcasting bestie to help keep you on track. That's at a minimum. At best, get a freaking coach. Podcasting is a business, just like anything else. You wouldn't do your business without a business coach. You wouldn't do an athletic without an athletic coach. Get a podcasting coach to help you tie the whole thing together. It's one of the reasons I created the network. Oh, and shameless plug, we've got that. We have the podcast, Her Network. If you're looking for your community, your podcasting besties and your accountability partners. And we did that so that we're not alone talking to the microphone and the ring lights just by ourselves. You can go to podcasther.com forward slash network, check out the details and DM me with any questions you have. Because girlfriend, we have definitely got your back here. All right, number eight in the list of things not to do on your podcast If you want to fail in your podcast this year, you will ignore your analytics. Now, this slightly goes back to what we talked about before is ignoring how far into your episodes people go. But I would also take it further and say, where are they coming from? Who's actually listening? Yes, you can dive in and say, well, they're coming from Atlanta, Georgia or Austin, Texas. They are primarily for the B word female of a certain age point, certain income bracket, those details are pretty easy to get. Here's why you cannot ignore all those analytics. They tell a story about your person. They tell you if you're hitting the mark for the right customer for your product or service, or they tell you if you're off. Or maybe what they're really telling you is you think your ideal listener is one person, but they're really someone else. And so you've got to determine in your business if that's a match or not. And if it's not, why and what do you want to do about it? Do you change your business model to match who's listening? Or do you need to start shifting how you're talking to match who you need in your business model? These are all things and decisions a CEO can make, but you cannot make them if you don't have the analytics. So pay attention to that. All right, number nine. Oh, how I love the ways to describe this one. This is probably when a lot of you are going to turn this episode off and think that I am batshit crazy, but bear with me. If you want your podcast to fail for your business in 2024, you will depend on reviews. Reviews are out like the wind. Yes, we love it when people leave us a review. It looks great, but it's kind of like having a high follower account on Instagram. You can have a million followers, but if they're not engaging with you, does it really convert into sales? Does it really even matter? Or are you just posting into the wind? Well, guess what? 
If you want Apple to rank your podcast higher in the charts, and I know a lot of you do because this is one of the pain points you tell me, then you've got to understand that Apple is going to change the way that they view you and what their algorithm is. And word on the street from some people in the know that I pay attention to has told me that in 2024, Apple is more concerned with how many new subscribers you're getting every single day on your podcast than what your reviews are. They've cottoned on to the fact that people will, and I hate to say this because I've never done it, but I do know it happens. People will pay companies to just go and put a million reviews on your podcast. And so Apple said, okay, we don't look at reviews anymore because most of them are five-star anyway. We're more interested in the reach of your podcast because we're going to sell ads. We're going to help podcasts get to the top of the charts. Why? Because it's all about a money game. I mean, let's just be honest. It is. So play the game and understand that if they want to be able to sell ads and they want other companies to be able to sell ads for your podcast, then they're going to rank you higher if more people are listening in. So it's not about the reviews right now. It's about the amount and the quantity. So if you're going to focus your marketing efforts, focus on asking people to share an episode and subscribe to the show versus writing a review. FYI, you're probably more likely to get them to actually do that anyway. Because if you think about it, your average listener is most likely in the car, listening to your podcast, they're doing their makeup, they're cooking dinner, they're out on a walk, a jog, a run, they're exercising. When they're listening to your pod, they're probably not where they can sit down and type out a review. So by asking them to leave you a review, you may not have gotten great success with that in 2023 anyway. Asking them to share the episode or hit a subscribe button, you can do that while you're doing other things. You can easily multitask that. So making that request of your listener is actually easier for them and going to help you rise in the charts in 2024. So let the reviews go out the window just a little bit and let's focus on something else, okay? Lastly, if you want your podcast to fail in 2024, be everywhere. I mean, spray and play. Just put your stuff on every platform that there is. Have you ever heard the term jack of all trades, master of none? I truly believe that in 2024, you're going to have to dig deep and get master of one to two platforms max. So the good news for that is if you hate TikTok, don't be on TikTok. That's okay. If you really want to go deep on Instagram or LinkedIn, which is where we're going deep this year, then go deep on those one to two platforms. That's all you need to play in. You are not leaving money on the table by not having your podcast on every platform available. You're actually watering down the message because more than likely when you're on every platform, and I know I'm not speaking to everyone here, but I'm probably speaking to you, my friend. If you're on every platform, you are reposting the same version of the same content on every platform. Well, there's a reason people are on different platforms. People like TikTok for the way that TikTok produces content. They consume it that way. It's more organic, front-facing, like I just got out of the shower and I have no makeup on, you know, but I have clothing on, like to the face kind of thing. 
versus LinkedIn, which is going to look a little bit more professional, polished, and put together. The people who are living on LinkedIn may or may not be on TikTok and they consume differently. So your posting, your videos, if it's the same content, just formatted differently and placed on every single streaming platform, well, guess what? You're not hitting the mark with some of those people. So figure out which one you want to play in, go deep in that sandbox and go forward in 2024. Don't worry about the rest. Don't worry about threads if you don't like threads. Don't worry about LinkedIn if you don't like LinkedIn. Tired of Facebook? Get off of it. I give you full permission. In fact, I want you to DM me on Instagram at it's Joanne Bolt and let me know what platform you're going to let go of in 2024. For me and my team, it was X, formerly known as Twitter. I never liked it. I barely got on it. We had a social presence there because we felt we needed one. When I gave myself permission to start letting go of the platforms and handed it feel good. Um, by the way, Facebook, I'm looking at you next. We're done with you next. We are really paring down in 2024 so that we can scale up the podcast by going deep on just one to two platforms. So I hope that that helped you guys. I know I gave you some food for thought in there. Do not let your podcast fail in 2024. And I will see you next time. Same place, same time. You just finished another episode of the B Word Podcast. Cheers to you. If I were with you, I would literally pop a big old bottle of Prosecco and pour you a glass. Since I'm not, why don't you do the next best thing and share this episode with one of your besties? Because we all know you've got that one girlfriend that needs to hear it. Thanks, friends.